Hi, and welcome to Gender Nebulous Series 2, Episode 11. I have an amazing friend and guest today. Um, this is the CEO of Transit City, Bobby Pickard. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Vicky. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. You look very well. I like your new hair and yes. the colours. I decided nice. um, I decided blonde wasn't visually queer enough. I wasn't feeling <laughs> I didn't want to feel like one of them. I wanted to feel like one of us. So um, so I thought I'd go pink. Yeah. So I thought we'd start with um, trans in the city, you know, our favourite topic of conversation. Yeah. So the last time I did a podcast with you, it was 2021. I think it was January 29th, middle of winter. Yeah. Um, and that that was episode 11 too. So I think you have, I don't know, there's something weird going on here. You seem to like to come on episode 11s of my <laughs> podcast. It was back then, that was a transclusive one. Now it's gender nebulous. But I was just thinking, you know, if we look at what's changed since then to now, it's like it's like different worlds. It absolutely is. You know, it's it's there was so much change. You know, there's been been so many changes in LGBT organisations like Mermaids, Stonewall, Tea and Coffee. Back then we were still in the middle of. Yeah of lockdown you know in the middle of all the covid rubbish and um and trans in the city had done like a sort of a a a few tiny events i think we must have been in our third year then something like that um and you know we'd just gone through all that change over to virtual and and doing all of that and um and um and yeah we look now you know trans in the city's transformed um has indeed huge, huge organization now compared to what it what it used to be and then um we've done some pretty cool stuff so when was it actually originally formed was it i think it was 2017 when you originally set up trans in the city it was you yeah, and a few others 2017 yeah me, me and um originally it was it was me and um freddie and charlie um mm-hmm. had a had a chat around a coffee table and very quickly we got an amazing um chap called Brian involved. Um and that's where it, that's where it came from. Everybody thinks the name trans in the city actually comes from um sex and the city. And yeah, you know, well, yeah it kind of has a similar and they kind of think like, oh you know, I you know I've done a like a play on words of that. And I remember one anti-trans organization or person or whatever said like, oh She's called it that. I don't think she even called me she, but um, she's called it that because she's you know, like transposing gender and sex and and doing like a clever mind trick on us all. Um, and it's nothing of the sort actually. When I used to go clubbing in the the late nineties and early two thousands, me and my friends used to. That was when I first started doing trans activism. Yeah. Actually, we yeah. used to just go around different places. So we used to take photos and just call each adventure a, a different name. So it was. Transit. So it was basically you lot in the city enjoying yourselves. So it came yeah, from. basically, you know, we had trans in the countryside, trans in the trans at the seaside, all of that, and every so often. Actually, there's a few ideas there for spin-offs of the trans in the city there brand, is, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. So it was actually quite a tongue-in-cheek thing. Actually, I needed a name. <laughs> I thought, you know what? I'm just going to carry on our, our fun and games that we used to have in the in the early 2000s. Yeah. So since I've kind of been involved with trans in the city, I mean, I think I think the first big event I came to was trans in the city event at Clifford Chance in 2022, I think that was, two yes. years ago? Probably. 2021. Uh, it would have been 21, 20... actually. It would have been the yeah. end of 21. With the, like, 21. The re- yeah. 
the reboot sort of in-person event because we just got rid of yeah. COVID and then um yeah yeah which is i think we we, we did our first proper multi-organizational open invitation event at clifford chance as well so it, it seemed to be a nice nice way to sort of restart after after covid you know and all that virtual stuff it was almost like a kind of go yeah. back to Go back to the beginning, so that was quite nice. But and, it, and and that 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 event, that first one I went to, that that venue, you know, they had that massive, big, open, yes, kind of foyer, yeah, which is really, it's amazing kind of the facility to do that kind of thing. Yeah, I love it. And there. then you got that lovely uh, little theatre where you can go and sit down and yeah, you know, where where the gala awards event was. Yes, it was yeah. it was really nice. Um, it is lovely. I, I do love it there. You know, obviously we did the the East Winter Garden. Yeah, um, so last year that was different location, wasn't it? It was. We wanted to do so. The East Winter Garden's the biggest venue in in Canary Wharf. It's like six hundred mm. people, and we wanted to do something for our fifth anniversary. Um, and it was really special. You know, it was a really really special event, and I think it gave a lot back to the trans and non-binary it community. And like, much you know, bigger event. In people from grassroots organisations, and in lots of cases, helping them get there and helping them with accommodation and stuff. It's so important. The The cost of that, you know. I, I so just, it, just for numbers, how many came to the 2021? 2021, I think, was 280 yeah. or so. Um, but, you know, it's, it's one of those. I founded Trans in the City to help put money into grassroots trans and mm-hmm. non-binary organisations. Yeah. Um, and the East Winter Garden is, was was incredibly expensive to do. We still managed to to give away over forty thousand pounds to to um, trans and non binary organisations up and down the country. The costs this year have increased by a third. Wow! So it would be ninety thousand pounds to run it in the East Winter Garden. I mean, it, it was an amazing space. You know, they had that big balcony yeah. at the back. Yeah, absolutely. And it's you know. I want to do more for trans and non-binary organisations up and the, up and down the country, and so you know, it's we, we're doing a different approach this year again, and, and we like chopping and changing it, and not yeah, no, it's it's good. Thing. Keep it, keep so it, keep it alive. Whole, yeah, yeah. Was, this year we're doing a whole festival of events, so we're splitting mm-hmm. across um, the whole of the week with loads of different events. We're going back to Clifford Chance, actually. Yes, yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah. going back to Clifford Chance. Uh, yeah, so I like that idea. I yeah. think what was what was really interesting about the um the Winter Garden venue was you know the huge size and the evening event the, the gala itself was you know there was 600 people there. Mm-hmm. I remember you know that's a huge amount of people in one room. Yes. It's it was it was really you know it was great to see so many people you know come together for that event you know there was politicians yeah. there there was famous people walking around. You yeah. know, which is always well, good I mean, to see. You, you were there. I mean, well, I'm not famous. Much more famous. I'm infamous, <laughs> maybe. You're not famous. Maybe infamous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's really, it's really good to see. You know, all the things that kind of happened during the day with the workshops and all the organisations mm-hmm. that were involved with having stalls and doing presentations and all the all the trans in the city led workshops throughout the day. I thought those are those are really good. Hopefully, we're doing that again we this are, year at so- Clifford Chance. Well, so so we've got the gala and the awards at Clifford Chance. Um, I'm really excited about the awards this year. We've got some amazing nominations. We just get starting to work through the shortlist. Yeah. Um, 
in the day, we've actually got another one of our headline um, partners, uh, headline sponsors, rather, JP Morgan. So we're running the conference at JP Morgan in an even bigger space than than Clifford, Clifford Chance with okay. right. as well. So we're going to have a bigger conference and the same idea of, of training and people speaking throughout the day. So you can look around the stalls and dip in and out of training and sort of best practice. So is that in the similar area? Is that hey, close by? All in Canary Wharf. Yeah. All Canary, okay. Um, then the, the next day at, at JP Morgan, we've actually got a celebration evening. Okay. What I wanted to do was, so we have the gala evening and the awards. What I wanted to do was actually give the people that are shortlisted more time to talk about what they do and celebrate what they do because they're such phenomenal people i really wanted to highlight them so we split it across two evenings so the first evening right. is, is the awards and the mm-hmm. trends in the city sort of business of you know what we've been doing and you know yeah yeah what we want to do then the next day is a real celebration evening of all of the people that have been sort shortlisted and all of the trans and non-binary community as well um oh that's nice to split it up into two separate events doing slightly different things i like that idea it's it's yeah i mean it's it's a bit of a an experiment for us but i'm really excited about it actually and then the next day we're closing the london stock exchange again which is the third year we've done so is that is that on the wednesday that's on the wednesday i think yeah because when you did that in 2021 2021 was the first time that was the first time and you were the first trans woman ever to, close to be given that, that market. responsibility, yeah, honour. Incredibly, in, in, incredible honour, actually. And, and yeah. you know, Julia Hoggart and, and Arlene um, at London Stock Exchange have, have really become amazing supporters and amazing friends, you know. And they do so much for the whole of the LGBTQIA community, but especially the trans and non-binary community. Um and so it'd be really fab to come back and close the London stock market. Last year, um, uh, I actually gave the um, um, gave the honour, I guess, to to one of my amazing directors who I love incredibly, Emily Hamilton. Yes, she Emily did it. Last yes. Year. Um, this year, um, we're going to get our student ambassadors to close it. So. We've started a student ambassador program linking together every young trans and non-binary person in colleges or schools over 18, all together, giving them the chance to network, get to know each other, be mentored. We can show them all of the shortcuts. You know, I've been doing trans awareness. This is my 20th year, actually, of doing trans awareness and trans activism. And I don't want them to have to spend 15 years figuring out how to do it. I want to tell them all of the shortcuts, all of the best practice. So is, is that going to be, you know, like colleges, universities, maybe people, you know, who've just entered industry, maybe on apprenticeship schemes and stuff like that? Absolutely. We're going to link all of them together. Create that community so they all know each other. Fund so they them. get the support and help and training through their own organisations and Trans in the City Absolutely. And, and they, they will become the, the future champions, kind of champions, champions leaders champions. of maybe leaders of ERGs and DEI organizations within companies. Absolutely. Yeah. Great right. idea. So I'm really looking forward to that. So, how, you know, so some they, young people listening to this, man, how would they get involved with something like, like that? So, 
what we're trying to do is is get them involved through their university or college or right. whatever but they can drop us a note on info at transinthecity.co.uk if they want to and then mm-hmm. um and then we can go from there we've got some amazing lead ambassadors um that have come on board that are driving it and helping us shape it so yeah I've, I've seen I, some I, of the names popping up on social media you know where they've been introduced yeah I do. it does look really interesting well and, and you know I'm a 54 year old trans woman I want something to be relevant for for, for students so <clears throat> indeed I, I want them to create the vision of what they they want it to be and they're they're absolutely smashing it absolutely smashing it and we've got um, yeah, and let's face it they have more energy than we do so you know well, oh, did they? I'm not sure. The, well, yeah, I'll speak for myself. <laughs> we've got the Student Ambassadors Day on the Thursday in Trans Awareness Week as well. So we've got a whole day yeah. of talks from organisations, talks from trans in the city. We've got a celebration in the evening as well. So hopefully we'll get an... Uh, so it's going to be November 13 to 17. Yes, it will be. There's other events as well that that, that will be coming out. So there's um, and, yeah, all the information is going to be on your website. I think there's some already on there. Um, yes, absolutely. Trends in the city. Co.uk. Yeah. So one funny thing that happened in Trends in the City the first time I was there, 2021, yeah. was these. Yes. You remember these? I do remember those. The giant oversized. Yes. Pins. So that's that's I blame entirely. This is our spinal tap moment, actually, and I blame <laughs> I, I blame entirely Kim Warren. The, the, Just for her, comparison, her. here's a normal size one. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, let's not talk about normal and abnormal. Let's, well, sorry. Know, okay, here's a different. here's so, a here's a you know a small one. Here's the one the one we ended up with. <laughs> well, and actually, you know what? We got so many, and I still get these will them. these will be collectors items one day. I'm sure they will be. They're they're absolutely worth pennies at the moment. <laughs> Um, the um, I get so many requests still for the oversized ones. I think we have you have you ordered any for this year? Um, you know, because I, I think you should. I think you should go back to the big ones. I think we should go back to yeah. the. Oh, maybe I'll, I'll I'll have to run that past the media team and then. <laughs> and then there was there are these two these little pins. Yes, uh, one of those at uh, Chippenham Pride. Yes, let's see the back. It's, um, this is a. What what does the back look like? It's um, it's just a pen, you know. Metal. Oh, it's the metal the one. Metal one, yeah. Second batch. Yeah, it's not. Second, I've a, oh, I need to get a new one. Yeah, well, the, I mean, the first batch had little black rubber pins on. Ah, okay. And then there was these little things with, you know, with the codes on the back. Yeah, and you. Those you are can, really good. You can go to our website actually for a whole load of merchandise. You can get like the yeah. I stand with trans. Yeah, I was, I was just having yeah, a having a look at that. There's a little shop there. You can go and buy all kinds of things. We've got some great things for merchandise coming through. It, we've, so we started the I Stand With Trans campaign, um, I think, two and a half years ago, three years ago or so. I know there's another charity. I can't I can't remember off, for the life of me and the name of them. I have to look it up. I did reach out to them because they're fabulous. Um, that did a Stand With Trans without knowing that we had our campaign. So I've been trying to see whether they <laughs> want to join, join in with our one. But um because uh, we've got all that stuff printed. <laughs> um, so we will be doing the I Stand With Trans and we'll be having some nice enamel badges these days for allies uh, in Trans Awareness Week yeah, for, yeah. for allies. For trans people, we're also having another um, uh, another bit of a um, tongue-in-cheek campaign as well. So we'll, we'll be doing um, sort of the same sort of size enamel badges that just say too cool to be cis. 
um by chance so i'm not sure i'm not i'm not sure if you've noticed but you know when you do these events where you have all these tables with stuff on them yes people walk around with bags and they collect this stuff <laughs> <laughs> well that's kind of the idea but you know it's like we're not here to um we're not here to fuel the world with the rubbish no it, I, no but it's like uh, it's like i know you know myself i normally go t- attend these things with jess and nooms you know jess and nooms yes yeah. and we you know we all kind of collectively have a little tote bag with us and we <laughs> you know we kind of go around and see what we can grab <laughs> <laughs> you're very welcome you know it's like that it's um i one of the things that i do on pride march is actually is take loads of the loads of the trans in the city badges and um yeah I wherever i see a trans them flag, yeah wherever i see a trans flag when i'm marching i'll go and give them a high five and a and a badge you know so hopefully i can hand out the two quarter be cis badges now which is going to be a little bit better but um yeah but it's it's important actually so i mean that's a, a handy tip actually if you do want a high five from a 54 year old trans woman then fly a, a trans flag at london or brighton pride or any of the other nine that i went to this year and yeah. you can get a load of freebies from trans oh, so you you went to brighton this year i wasn't able to because i was at um i was at my niece's hen doing week in liverpool oh it sounds messy it was very messy let's not go into details <laughs> but um yeah, yeah that was I the same to... weekend as brighton so how was how was brighton i know you know the year i miss it there's a huge fire and the route yeah. gets changed so you know obviously yeah. i mean you should have been there but yeah, yeah absolutely it was it was you know what it was really hard it was you know we started um it was storm whatever it was like 50 yeah, there was some big storm coming in wasn't there 50 mile an hour wind belting down with rain the sea was hitting the beach and spraying mm. us as we as we were forming up on the on the front we were at the the front so so actually we, we were at the front of brighton pride and london pride this year which was amazing but um so you were there as trans in the city not just yeah. as yourself yeah and um oh, right. and um yeah you know walking down the promenade trying to keep trying to hold a banner up yeah know, in that weather would uh, not, not trans, easy should uh would um trans people are loved um people jude's amazing um campaign um, it was really hard and it got to the end and my hands were blue and I felt awful and all the rest of the stuff. And um, But you know what, out of, I think, all of the prides this year, I think that's that was one of the ones that, that really meant the most. So I think the people that showed up and probably only about 25% of the people that said they were going to go actually showed up and marched in it. I think those are the people that really, really know what pride's about. I do remember seeing a picture of yourself and Oscar Hoyle. Yes. And you were both actually drenched through. Absolutely drenched yeah. through. Yeah. Oscar was wearing a trans in the city t-shirt that went translucent. <laughs> he was doing a um he was doing a wet t-shirt competition um all the way around. Um funnily enough, he got more photos taken of him than I did. <laughs> really strange. Can't Oscar understand. Oscar is great. He is amazing. Yes. They are amazing, sorry. They are amazing, yes. Indeed. Um, also, I saw you earlier in the year at Chippen and Pride. Yes. So that you you now live locally, I think, in that area. I do live in Wiltshire. Um, yeah. So this was the first time Chippenham had done a Pride, wasn't it? It was. So how? Just just tell us how you kind of. I'm sure you were behind it. Um. You know what? I wasn't. I was on the committee, but I wasn't totally behind it. Um. There was a. There's a great team of people that that moved it forward what I wanted to do I, I, I spoke to them just 
when I moved sort of in, into the area and they said that they wanted to do a pride. Um, and I just wanted to, again, give them a shortcut, you know, mm. just help them out a little bit and yeah. um, as much as I could. Um, so, yeah, I gave them a few few tips and tricks. Trans in the City sponsored them and managed to get a, a few other bits of sponsorship for them as well. Um, and we bought something that I've been thinking about for a long time to Chippenham Pride as a as a pilot, and that's the Trans in the City speaker stage. And the idea of the speaker stage actually is something that's really close to my heart. You know, I think it's there's some prides actually like Gloucester Pride that get this absolutely right. You know, if you want to see what a pride should be, go to Gloucester Pride because they absolutely have it nailed. Um, but, you know, prides shouldn't just be drag queens lip syncing on a stage and just uh, loads of rainbow stalls selling merchandise, you know. It's part of it, but it although shouldn't. that is really good, you know, it is really good, and it's and that, that is it is part of it, but it's yeah. that's not pride. No, if you want to do that? Don't call it a pride. Call it a rainbow fate or yeah. a rainbow fun day a festival, that, and that's fine. Whatever you want to yeah. call it, but what needs to be part of pride is activists talking about issues. Mm-hmm. You know, totally agree. Explaining what needs to be done what educating people and that's missing from so many prides and that's what we wanted to do with the trans in the city stage so so we piloted it at chippen and pride and we had lisa power came from pride cymru which was running on this on the same day we had michael cashman had peter tatchell i had h from steps i had eva echo i had all of my directors you know sky emily there talking and it was absolutely Linda um, Riley, she was there too. Linda Riley was there as well. Absolutely. And even Dawn Butler was, she was in the in the she audience was, out of the back. It was, was so many people turned up, you know, and it was, it was, um, you know, it's so important to hear those authentic voices, not just talking about what needs to be done, but also what has been done, you know, the path that yeah. got us here, the situation we're in, what we need to do to go forward. So important. I think we had more and better caliber of speakers probably than any other pride in the country well you know if you think about it you go to a small pride like chippenham you know it's not it's not yeah. huge no, i don't know how many people showed up maybe a few 4, thousand. thousand yeah four thousand really and it, you know it goes down the it goes down the high street lovely little town goes down the high street you yeah. know it's all like restaurants and coffee shops and things and then you know it end, ended up into a, a little field next to a river and it was really it was nearly nice nicely set up there was all the like activities and stuff to do good day out for the family but the fact that you know at the start of the march you had the the hotel at the side where transit city were doing the speaker stage you know at what other pride would you be able to, of that size would you be able to say that you've got people like lisa power lord michael cashman peter tatchell linda riley ian yeah. h watkins attending and, and giving speeches i mean it doesn't happen does it no, but it this is, is totally unique. Like you're not going to see that anywhere else, really. Well, well, I, well, you won't you you won't have seen it anywhere else this year. Next year, no, but yeah, I, I'm going, assuming it's coming. We're going places. on the road with it, you know. Absolutely, it was absolutely brilliant. I was I did attend all the sessions. Oh, um, yeah, I know you did. Yeah, um, you know it's important that that and you know we could just take it to London and Bristol and Manchester prides and all the rest of the stuff, but but that's not 
where we need to take it. We need no, to but take- those huge prize don't need that support, do they? They don't exactly. And These little ones do. And it, exactly that, you know, and it's and it's twofold. The little prides do need the support, and you know, half the you know, the point of the trans in the city stage is it doesn't cost these little prides any money we donate to them yeah um and then we arrange it we bring it we pay for all the speakers everything so we run the whole thing so it's a value add for the prides we give them all of the social media coverage Mm -hmm. that they wouldn't get i mean chippenham we had people come from canada to see lord cashman um you know we i had people emailing me asking me if i could sort out their visa so they could come along (laughs) well we're going to bring that hopefully we've got a few prizes that, that that we're planning on bringing it to this year gloucester hopefully is one of them cowbridge um is one of them swansea hopefully so we need to bring these voices and we want to bring these voices of proper activists to the places where they can really be heard and where we can really make mm-hmm. a difference and i think that's there's something I'm really excited about, actually. It, it really was good because I remember, you know, listening to Lisa Power and Lord Cashman, Michael Cashman, um, such, around, such you know, how, how they set up and kind of, you know, Stonewall and all that stuff. Yeah. And that it was really, it was fascinating. And, you know, they're right there in front of you answering these, you know, you were hosting it, you were interviewing them. Yes. And it was really, it was really good because I don't, you know, it's like so unique. You're not going to see that anywhere, really. I mean, and I then, think that getting them both on stage is yeah together at the same time is, to talk about that really stuff. really rare. I think it's only happened uh, you know a few mm. times to talk about that, but you know they they make it's so lovely when they get together as well because they're almost like it's like a double act. It is. They're just like they they're just like young young activists yeah. again. They just and they've lost none of the fire. You no, know, it was really good. So amazing, and then yeah, I love them so much. And time. it was really nice to see Peter Tatchell there. Yes, Peter. You know, amazing. Peter Tatchell. I don't know if you've seen the Netflix movie Hating yeah, Peter Tatchell. Yeah. I mean, I've had Peter on the podcast since that Chippenham um, yes. event, and yeah. he's you know he's 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 got this such a powerful presence. He has, and this booming voice. Yeah. That, you know, he's really. I, when I was sat in that room, I thought he was really speaking directly to me because you know you look, he looks at you, and you can, amazing. you know, you really get the message he's, he's yeah. putting across. I mean, it, he's so guy. tiny as well. You know, he is. he's so tiny, but he's just got. He's physically he's so tiny, but he's just a giant. I mean, he's know? very tall and very skinny, but he is. But he's but he's but just what a, what a character, isn't Yeah, amazing. Yeah, it was great to see him there and being so supportive of trans issues. I thought that yes, was really absolutely. nice to see. I've done a few um, events with him, and he's and he is absolutely, absolutely supportive of trans and non-binary people, like every other minority. You know, he's yeah, he's he's so justice is so central to his his core beliefs. You know? I think he, yeah, he's, he's very principled. He has a lot of strong mm-hmm. kind of principles, and he sticks to those principles. And the thing about Peter, I think, is that he. You know, he, when you see him on TV on these kind of TV shows, you know the right, the far right TV shows, let's call them, you know, like yes. talk TV and those kind of things. Yeah. You know, he sticks to his point, and he he doesn't he let anybody nudge him off his point, and he just keeps he's, he keeps repeating it, and just you know, he doesn't let anything affect him while while he's no. doing his presentation. You know, he is he is absolutely, I think, the bravest person that I've ever met. Yeah, and he, the sort of things that have happened to him when he's been doing his protests around the world. Oh. Because, I mean, you 
absolutely he is you know i mean it's not just that you know he's he's just so open and brave to facing these Mm. people in their own arenas you know and that's that's just huge huge bravery i mean that time where he's you know he's he's getting beaten up and i I don't know twice by robert mugabe's henchman yeah robert mugabe's henchman yeah 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 absolutely yeah Yeah, amazing and still then, a third time to go and confront him. So yeah. amazing. 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 And then when we had, uh, you know, Ian Watkins. Ian with the impromptu, <laughs> impromptu dance. With the, 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 the dance lesson in the middle. That was really fun. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, again, he's 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 such a solid supporter of trans and non-binary mm. people. You know, it, it's, I think if you, if you go and look up the YouTube footage, um, or if you were lucky to be there, you know, you would have seen the most stunning show of trans allyship in Stepsy's set at Brighton Pride. You know, it was it was stunning. Every trans and non-binary person I know that was seeing that was crying and in tears because that's, you know, such a solid show. I mean, and he's so well known, you know. He is and... so well known. And he is just the loveliest person as well. You know, and the fact that Steps had refused to go to, was it Qatar? Dubai, was it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because of, you know, what's going on over there. Absolutely. Really supportive. um, He is, um, you know, there's lots of celebrities that are, that put themselves out as as being trans allies. And, you know, I'm sure they are trans supportive, but, Mm. you know, allyship is doing something yeah, it's visible acting and, and active. And yeah. that's that's why actually I think, you know, at the moment I don't think there's a better trans ally in the in the celebrity arena. Well, than... you know, his personal story that he spoke about, you know, how how he got to where he is and, and yeah. you know, the little dance show and the sing it was great. Loved He's it. such a lovely man. He's such and a then man. Emily did a bit of a bit of a round table thing with Linda and Sky. And I think yeah. there was a two other people. I can't remember who they were now. There was there was um a two amazing people. Uh, actually so there was um Tanya Levine from Yes um who's amazing and Lucy Kemper from Mind yes. Out. Yeah. Um they were both both absolutely amazing. But uh, we also had Leng Montgomery mm-hmm. down there of course which is yeah. um yeah. which is really fabulous. So, um, so yeah, so, I mean, if that's going to be, you know, something that's going to be appearing at other prides. It will be. And, you yeah, know, watch, happy. watch this space. We have, watch we have a space. few, we have a few people that want to come and speak. Um, some amazing people that want to come and speak. So, um, so, so you're really working keep... on a list of guests for that. I, I yeah, absolutely. We should come down and do one. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Why not? Perfect. Well, there we go. Put me on the list. I'm not famous, but as I said before, I'm infamous, but put me on the list. I'm sure you're a lot more famous than you think you are. <laughs> um, so there was a, there was another funny thing that happened at the at last year's event. Do you mm-hmm. now I was I wasn't I'm not sure how much this cost trans in the city, but when we were in the Winter Garden event during the ceremony, you know, the, the awards scene, every few minutes. There was a, a wine glass smashing on the floor on the floor. Yes. Do you remember that? I do remember that, yeah. It's I was I was wondering, you know, by the end of the evening, there must have been, I don't know how many broken glasses, but it was constantly 
people know, moving, knocking over because they were sat in the chairs. There's, you know, there was nowhere to put your glass really, except no, on the floor. The, the marble floor. I think that's the that's the thing, isn't it? It's um, wine glasses and yeah. marble floor. It was like you could almost like time it when the, oh, there's another one. <laughs> there's another one. I think Emily was making a joke about it when she was on the stage. Yeah, yeah, she was. She was. So you know, first year we had the big badges. Second year we had the broken glasses. So yeah. Well, that, yeah, I mean, when I mean, you say that that was actually the fourth and fifth years, but um, yeah. So what uh, what happened? Did did you have similar events prior to? Yeah, we did another the first smaller. first sort of large event we did was at Clifford Chance, um, which was fabulous. There, there weren't any awards in that year, so the first year okay. of awards were after after um, the lockdowns, and that's something that I wanted to do for ages actually. But we needed to get to the size where. Where it was possible to, yeah. Well, yeah. and as well as that, you know, it's just where it actually meant something to somebody that tried to the scene. <clears> it's, <throat> you know, it was just like, I think if we'd have done it before that, people would have just gone, well, all right, whatever, you know. But I think it's kind of, I think we we kind of reached the stage where it kind of meant something. Um, yeah, I think you'd reach that kind of critical mass where, it, you know, people knew what Trans of the City was. and was, yeah, exactly. You know. The second one that we did um, was... At the top of the Canary Wharf Tower on the 39th. Oh, see, I learned something. Really bad to say. And we did look about going back there this year, actually, but there's a few um, challenges with the venues where they they wouldn't, um, um, they couldn't give us gender neutral facilities. So, mm. so we, we're working on that. We'll look at it. But um, and what, what was really nice about that, you know, in that Canary Wharf area in the evening, I think during the whole week, some of the big bank buildings they put the trans colours on the on the towers, don't they? They do. Light, so light them up. So yeah, Citibank actually that was um, for our 2019 event. Mm. Um, we actually um, we worked with City to get the get the trans colours on the top of the City building, and every year now they change it to those colours, and they actually had to change the lights and the software to get the right shades. So um, so yeah, that was. You know, it, it, it's um, it's one of the things that's that's really lovely, actually, is what some of the organisations have done. Metro Bank in 2019 put trans flag logos on all of their bank video screens across London. Mm-hmm. Um, Ovo uh, Energy yeah. lighted up Wembley Arena for us. So the first time wow. that was done was for Trans in the City in, I think, 2018 or 2019. Um, and the great thing is, you know, once they've done it, once they did it for us now, they do it for other things as well. So they do it for Lesbian Day of Visibility and they do it for, for other things. So it's so it's really lovely. And, and this year we had um, our logo on Piccadilly Circus and stuff like that, which is which is really stunning. You know, it's, it's, it's really weird. It's, yeah. I mean, I bet when you started all this, you weren't expecting these kind of, you know, but, collaborations at that level. Well, you know what? It's. It's one of my, um, I guess it's, I was going to say it's one of my, one of the the good things about me, but it depends whether you're me or whether you're somebody else. I always think big, you know, if you're going to go big or go home, you know, yeah, I remember, it's a good, I remember it's a good the first, year, first year I was talking to the RAF, trying to convince them to get a Red Arrows flyby in the day, um, which <laughs> I'm still working on and I'm still working on ideas Um I'm not going to say what they are because I really like them being a surprise. I'm still working on ideas that that will. So I the like red to... arrows with the trans color smoke. That's yeah, yeah exactly. I do yeah, like that. Yeah. You know the the 
I like trans in the city to be no, obviously there's a, a serious side to trans in the city. It's corporate collaboration. It's yeah, it's trying to make life better mm-hmm. for trans and non-binary people, not just in, I think, yeah, around the world, you know. Yeah, so I, the, I mean, let me just let me just read out what you've got on your on your website. I mean, so Transit City is an open collaboration between global organizations, corporates, and companies raising awareness to help further the inclusion of transgender, non-binary, and gender diverse diversity in business. Yeah. So I mean, that's your kind of core thing. That's, it is that's what you But you know, the an important part of and it will be on our website somewhere is that actually I want Trans in the City to be the least financially successful organization in the world I want every single spare penny that we raise to go to trans and non-binary grassroots mm-hmm. projects and people and we've raised 475 thousand pounds in the last five and a half years for charities and grassroots organizations that is amazing, i like it to be a show as well you know i'm a i've been a yeah. musician for mm. like mm. 40 years i like i don't want people to come along to a dry corporate event i want people to come along to it and think wow well this- yeah it's never it's never dry i can i can tell you no, that. and, it's, and that's that's very very purposeful you know so so you know all of the things i've got some great plans for our 10th anniversary already actually so um so yeah, don't good. don't don't let the cat out of the bag just no yet. i won't honestly but it will be good <laughs> so that that collaboration and you know funding thing that we just touched on there um you, we've spoken about this in the past i think a couple of years ago we were throwing around a bit of an idea about collaboration and how we can do it across the seas to canada and the us yeah you know we, we had a bit of a thing with that i don't think it really went anywhere at the time because it's so difficult to, to you know to do that but and then you know to see how chance of the city has kind of grasped hold of that and really you know that you remember that website where trans rights are human rights with all the yeah, so that logos yeah that it was, was around that. that time wasn't it yeah so that, that i mean everybody thinks that trans rights are human rights campaign was stonewall's campaign but it wasn't it was trans well, i think city. they yeah Tried to um, muscle it off you, didn't they? But anyway. Well, yeah, yeah, it's probably a bit harsh, but um a bit harsh, yeah. But yeah, yeah but but I mean the press release releases just made it sound it was a stonewall campaign when it it, it wasn't uh, yeah. that campaign. Yeah. But you know, it was um you know, we we're a global organization these days. You know, mm. we train in North and South America, we've done the Middle East and Far East, we've we work in Australia and and everywhere there's a global corporate we work, you know. So um, so it kind of makes sense that that we do. We're, we're already working properly up and down the country, um, and it just makes sense that we start doing events overseas. We came very very close to running a um, a New York gala this year. Oh wow, that would be an amazing event! So kick off in London on the Monday and close in New York on the Friday. Wow. Um, That's ambitious. I think we probably will do it next year. I think we came so close to this year. It, it, uh, so close to doing it this year. Um, um, there's, there's just challenges finding finding a space, really. But we've got um, um, the Stonewall Inn um, is actually doing mm-hmm. a, creating a national monument next door. So the 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 second um, unit that used to be part of the Stonewall Inn became free. Um, at the end of last year and they have a, they've actually bought it for a museum so they're, they're opening it up as a museum next year so I think it'd be really lovely to do a New York gala and have a party at the Stonewall Inn I think that would just be really meaningful. Wow, can you imagine such a thing that would be amazing. 
it'd be fabulous, wouldn't it? It would. So, you know, collaboration and funding. So, you know, little organizations, you know, this podcast, for example, yeah, Gender Nebulous, we've recently signed up with um, Rainbow Lottery. I had a, I had a chat with Tom Gatos, you know, he said, come on, sign up. You'll, you'll, you'll get some funding. Your people buy tickets. So did a little podcast with him too. So that's going to, that's coming out soon. So um, that, that's kind of like a really great source for small little organizations like me you know it's just me and Frida to to kind of do this yeah um before that I was doing it on my own and we we need funding to pay for things like you know running the website running the podcast hosting site you know a few other bits and pieces that you have to spend money on to you know yeah absolutely bits and pieces so if we can raise enough money through people buying lottery tickets or giving us tips on the podcast because there is a way to tip us if you want to give us a nice tip Ah, oh, perfect. And go. you can also you can also sign up and listen to you know some of the outtakes. I'm trying to I'm just trying to get a little bit of funding going so I can just pay for yeah. bits and pieces. It's yeah, not absolutely. to make a profit. It's not to make a profit. No, it's it's and if we do have extra money left over, we would give it to some other small org, you know, so they help them out. But you know, I've, what I've, in in doing that, what I discovered was one, it's really hard to open a bank account if you're a small organization with no yes, structure. Yes, it's very difficult to, you know, get funding and get it, get it moving, mm-hmm. you know, and that, so there's this collaboration thing where, you know, these little orgs and then somebody like Trans in the City, a bigger organization. I know you do a lot to help smaller organizations, yeah. you know, and you've, you've already spoke about how that money gets flown, you know, down into those organizations to help them, which is, I think is amazing, you know, but on the, on the collaboration thing, I I I think that we need to do more. I'm not just talking about this podcast and, mm-hmm. and transiency. I mean, like all organizations, we all need to work together more Absolutely. to promote each other, I mean, collaborate, it, work together. It's very difficult to do it and know how to do it. You know, I was just wondering, you know, how what are your thoughts on, on the, those topics? You know, you know the, the, the most important thing is that collaboration is a two-way street. Mm. I get so many people coming to me um saying that they want to collaborate whereas actually what they really mean is they want to use trans in the city to promote them <laughs> promote them and, and get money from them and it's like well and for lots of times then you know especially if it captures my imagination or my director's imagination and it's just like let's do it you know yeah um but collaborations are two-way street you know there's 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 so many times when you know i i uh, you know what there's probably hundreds of times when we've helped other organizations get funding do stuff all of that sort of stuff get promotion get into a place where they can talk to corporates and then they're in a situation where they could repay us they could invite us to an event or they could get us into something that would help us and then they don't you know yeah so collaboration needs to be a two-way thing it um, does. lots of the um, and this isn't just um, the LGBTQIA plus community, it's, it's lots of other diversities. There can be lots of narcissism and lots of self-promotion where people are mm-hmm. only in, interested on getting themselves up to the next step. Yeah. And that's not collaboration. You know, collaboration. Yeah, we've got to be clear what is self-promotion versus collaboration, yes. Well, and it's I mean, there's nothing wrong with self-promotion either, actually. But what you need to remember is when once you've got up another rung of the ladder, 
turn round and hold your hand down and pull some other people up. If you manage to bash a door open and get in somewhere, hold it open so you get as many trans and non-binary people in there as possible. You know, it's pointless, you know, going into getting into like a political circle and then just having one voice there. Yeah, what that, we need yeah. to do could not agree more. Couldn't agree more. And get as many voices, as many people as yeah. you possibly can into all of those opportunities. And of course, with charities and other small organizations, that means you have to take a leap of faith that your funding stream is still going to be robust enough if you let other people in there. Mm. But the bottom line is that's part of collaboration as well, is ensuring that we're all there financially as well as being there in in person and, and that's you know that's that's I, I guess trans in the city reflects me a lot actually yeah, I mean it's, I guess it's bound to you know I'm the CEO well I mean you're the CEO but, so yeah it's, but, obviously yeah, it's going to do it's, that but it's but you know it's I'm not I'm trans in I never wanted trans in the city to be the Bobby Picard show you know you know, and I know it's funny. I, it really surprises me because I get recognised at prides these days, and people seem to be like, like genuinely, like happy to see me. And I'm just like, oh, that's really weird. Like, how the <laughs> hell do you know me? You know, and it's and I never wanted it. I've, I'm it, well, I, you know, it comes with the territory of who you are, really. Well, I suppose CEO of Trans in the City, you can't escape that. No, but it's still a still a massive surprise to me because I because I didn't you know trans in the city, I'm more than happy to promote trans in the city, but I'm not here to pr- promote me. I'm not here to be. I never just wanted it to be the Bobby Pickard show. I never really wanted Bobby Pickard to be anything but hiding in the shadows, <laughs> like putting levers and stuff like that. Um, so it does surprise me, but I guess because I'm like that, then I don't. No, have- but I. I I, okay, so you are where I'm, where I'm, where I'm interested in promoting and then stopping anybody else coming forward. I'm more like, yeah, go for it. I don't yeah. want it. You do it. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. so it's. I think that works really well. I mean, you are you are in a way the figurehead. You know, the boss of the business, chief witch, chief witch, destroyer witch. of worlds. I mean, so you know, you are you are in that role, and you know, people are going to yeah. look up to you, and and you know. I think that kind of goes with it, but yeah, I love how you kind of get all the other people involved. You know, like if we look at the number of number of directors you have, there's I think there's like seventeen or eighteen of them all doing different streams. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, that's that's you know, if you're going to work in a, in an area of of diversity, then the first thing you need to recognise is you need diversity yeah <laughs> absolute diversity across the board yeah absolutely and it's you know and it's um and we still have you know there's still some areas that i really um and am, am absolutely dedicated and desperate to change in trans in the city for, for greater representation of of some but you know it's it's um and actually that in itself is a microcosm that sums up the discrimination that you see in business for trans and non-binary people and trans and non-binary people of colour and trans and non-binary people with disabilities. You know, it's just the fact that I can't find or find very, very few 
trans people of color or trans people with disabilities in business, in corporate, in a position. Yeah, so it does reflect. able to, to, to make a difference in those businesses. Yeah. And they have the space. The fact that I can't find those people shows how much of a headwind those people have. And that's actually one of the things that, that mm-hmm. we're really going to spend some time with the student ambassadors really trying to bring more help to those areas so we get those people into businesses and into corporates and into a position where they can be seen and they can be heard and they get a voice and they're able to to be change makers it's it's just so important to me but you you know you can't have an organization doing diversity if you just have one person running it and making the decisions and talking about it you know so It, it would just be, it, it would make trans in the city a joke for me. So do you, do you see trans in the city as more of a diversity, equity and inclusion kind of business model? Is that is that more of what you, th- you I mean, that's kind of my, think? I mean, that's of? my day job. So yeah. so yeah, of course it is. Of course so, it yeah. is. And yeah. trans in the city itself is a collaboration. You know, I mean, okay, you know, I have me as CEO at the top, you know. And I actually, so I call myself Chief Witch because I'm a pagan. I call myself Destroyer of Worlds because I'm, uh, an anti-trans person once told me that that I should stop doing what I'm doing because I'm destroying the whole world. So, <laughs> so, so anyway, so, so that's my official title. But um, but you know, so you have to have one person being responsible for an organisation, and that's fine. But you know, the directors of Trans in the City, the executive directors, and the, the other directors are all part of a collaboration. You yeah. know, I I don't own Trans in the City. No. No. City is owned by the directors, the executive directors, mm-hmm. the allies. It's owned by our sponsors. It's owned by all of the the amazing trans and non-binary members that we have. You know, we all have a voice in trans yeah. and the the army of volunteers in the background. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. that's how you make a diverse organization. You run it as a collaboration. You have to make decisions. But you know you don't. Yeah, I mean it needs a leadership. It needs a leadership for direction and what you know yeah. what you're going to do. But yeah, you can collaborate at the same time, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah, brilliant. And then activist activism and protest. Um, yes. So you know we we spoke briefly about talk TV things like that. Um, yeah. Those kind of TV shows. You know my 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 co-host Frida. She she goes on those shows occasionally, and she gets yeah. criticised for doing it. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've seen her on them, but she does. She yeah. gets she gets criticised, and you know I I support her going on there, even though it's a really difficult thing to do. It you is. know, it's very difficult. You know, Peter Tatchell when he came on the pod, he he said, "Yeah, you know, I go on those shows. I think it's good that you have the trans voice on those kind of shows because if you don't, you know, you're allowing them to talk about stuff unchallenged completely." You know, even even knowing the fact that if you do go on those kind of shows, that they they, they are kind of using you in a way. Of course, they're using you. You know, to I mean, it's, you know, um, they do this kind of like this clash thing, and you know, it's like yeah. Um, so you, you know, as long I'm, as you're aware of that, and you know what you're going into, and and you, I guess you behave like Peter when you're in there, where yeah, you, you I mean, know you stick to your points. I mean, it's I think it has value to do that stuff. I just wonder what you think. I think it's. I think. Yes, it has value. I guess it's one of those, it depends. I mean, I get depends, asked, yeah. I, I probably get asked, oh, I don't know, 
once a week, twice a week to go mm-hmm. on like a show and talk. And I very rarely do it because actually what I want to talk about, I'm not really interested in talking about trans women in sport. If you want somebody to talk about that, ask Verity Smith or ask Emily Hamilton because they're the experts, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want to talk about trans and non-binary inclusion in business, if you want to talk about trans and non-binary success, if you want to talk about how to really get inclusion working mm-hmm. around the world for trans and non-binary people, I'm your girl. None of them want to talk about that at the moment. Yeah, you see, this is the this is the thing, isn't it? So, so I, I it's, it's yeah. the topic, you know, if if yeah. if so, you know, and frankly, you know, because they'll always phone me up and say, you know, oh, the Telegraph's running this this piece about, you know, some made up pile of rubbish that they've just they've just fished out of, of some weird journalist mind. We're going to talk about it on the show. And it's just like, well, you know what? I just really can't be bothered, yeah. honestly. Because, you know, but talk it, TV, it, GB News, you know, those kind of shows where they have, you know, LBC. I don't think they're. I don't think they're ever going to change their kind of core beliefs. Miranda. They won't. They won't do. But it's. I mean, it is important to have trans and non-binary voices out there. But it's. But it's. Um, I guess it's a. First of all, make sure you know what you're bloody talking about. Exactly. If you're going on there. Second, fully aware. Make sure that your resilience, your personal resilience, mm-hmm. is absolutely cast iron and bulletproof. Yeah. And then secondly make sure you've had some hostile interviewing technique training. Exactly. Got those three, go and knock yourself out if you want to, you know. And yeah, it's, it, I mean, it is, a, it is a hostile environment. I don't do it myself. Frida does. Yeah. I, I, try, and pers- I try and support I just, her in the background, you know. Yeah, I'm quite happy to do it. I just, I, I just won't do it unless I see the actual, uh, unless I see the benefit. The, yeah, of what yeah. they're, you know, if I see yeah. a benefit of what they're talking about, um, I mean, there's so much better things to talk about because it's not their agenda about what they want to talk about. Let's go and talk about what we want to talk about, you know. Yeah, and uh, frankly, I don't mind them talking. I don't mind talking about what they want to talk about, but most of the time what they want to talk about is such it's just rubbish. Most just insignificant <laughs> rubbish that I just honestly don't see the point in wasting my time when I could be wandering across the hills of Wiltshire with yeah. my little puppy, frankly. Exactly. So. And then not having to deal with the, the fallout on Twitter afterwards. Well, I've stopped using, I've stopped, using twitter almost. yeah well, I, ha- I, I have too such a such a, rub- such a rubbish platform now it's so just... i think i think this this you know this thing about activism and protest i mean the way i look at it is that we should all try and do what we're comfortable with doing so if yeah. you know do what you can do what you're comfortable with because you know there's a lot of things that you might not want to do you're not comfortable with you're worried about how it's going to affect your job how you know because the I- these people, these negative people, will come after you and try and get you fired, and all this kind of negative they stuff. They will do. They will do. Um, so you know, you know, put some thought behind it. You know, yeah. put some. Just spend just a little. You know, and I love activism. I've been doing activism since the late nineties. The early two thousand. Uh, sorry, um, two thousand and three was the first time that I know I actually ran a. Uh, an introduction table for trans people for um for club angelic in those days in 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 pink punter so 2003 i know i was definitely doing activism which is why i'm saying it's it's my 20th year this year but i i was doing it before then it's just the first time that i can say yes i was definitely doing it i love activism i love protest marches i love 
all forms of activism. I think they're absolutely a right that should be defended at all costs in this country. Whether you agree with what's being um, protested about or not, I think it's so important and I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. There is nothing more than I love than going on a protest march for trans and non-binary people. But have a bit of thought about what you're doing, you know? Yeah, make sure it's planned. I I love the whole torches and pitchforks protests. You know, but just have a bit of thought around what you're doing and yeah. what you're saying and how you're saying it. So, because yeah, just because okay. you're protesting against something doesn't mean you have to be horrible, doesn't mean you have to border on any form of violence, you know, whether that's verbal violence or whether that's physical violence, you know. Agreed. You can do your activism, you can do your protest in a way that's peaceful and meaningful and effective. And most of all, actually, if you're going to do activism, do it in a way that's mischievous. Yeah, mischievous it, and fun is, is a great tool. Just brilliant. There is, there is nothing better than doing a protest, doing something that's really effective and then going away, having a little snigger behind your hand, especially when nobody knows who did it, you know? Yeah, you know? totally agree. Things like... Um, you know, Whoever it was that took Posey Parker down from YouTube, you know, I bet they were sniggering behind their hands when they did that. <laughs> and what a fabulous thing. Yeah. So, you know, Peter's approach to it was, you know, he he goes at it like a, a military exercise. Yeah, absolutely. He kind of plans it out step by step, exactly he what he's going to do. And, you know, absolutely. the thing with Peter, he's all, he's, all, he's he makes sure he's got the cameras there. So, that, you he's, know, he's, the world is seeing what's going yeah. on. So, you know, yeah, he's had 60 years practice. He, knows what, he definitely knows what he's doing. He does. But I think, um, yeah, you know, we sh- we should all do what we're comfortable with. Um, you know, definitely. maybe push the boundary a bit, you know, but be careful out there because it, it can get. Absolutely unpleasant. be careful. And, you know, keep and I, I, yeah, totally agree with the fun side of things. It's good. One, one thing that Tom Gattos said was that um, you can be an activist or you can be a slacktivist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's loads of people, I and mean, there's loads of people that try to join trans in the city just for the badge. And there's loads of people that that say they're an activist for the badge, you know. And it's and, and actually, I'm not really interested in those people. I I like doers, you know. Do yeah. So don't be a slacktivist. Be an activist. Yeah, you know, there's there's always that thing, you know, with because at the minute there's there's loads of attention given to um, ideologists, and you need ideology because you need to know where the utopia is that we need we need to head for but utopias utopianists don't actually get anything done and it's the easiest thing in the world to sit on top of the hill and go well you know yeah if it was like this we wouldn't have a problem you know and you get influencers that uh, are just fairly vapid and don't actually do anything there's no no benefit really and you know half the time they're flogging you stuff or being sponsored by mm. um companies and you know they get loads of attention but actually do nothing and then you actually have activists down up to their neck in the mud shoveling doing stuff that are mostly ignored but they're the people that are getting getting stuff done and they're the people that people really should be listening to and then of course you have people standing at the side of the mud that say they're activists but actually you know they've only just got their when you just dip their toe in, they're not that actually really doing a lot. But um, yeah, so we all need to do a bit more, I think. 
get a shovel out. Get a shovel out, yeah, get a shovel in. Yeah. So, you know, if we look at the, the state of the, the UK at the moment, the government and the media, it's, you know, all this anti-trans nonsense that's going, that's being, you know, goes on. Yeah. We, you know, we, I don't think we've ever been under such pressure and stress as a community. Mm. You know, what would your message be to that community at this stage? I know, you know, what I say is things will get better. We need to keep, keep fighting. Don't give up. What, what is your message? You know, I think the message, you know, I think that keep fighting and don't give up is an important one. But the most important thing to remember is that you're amazing. You know, trans and non-binary people are among the most amazing, resilient, fabulous people that I've ever met with such insight into life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't forget that. Don't lose that spark in you that's so special just because there's so many people trying to blow it out just look after yourselves keep that spark burning and it's not going to be long before you can really let that spark out again for everybody to see and we can just turn it into just like just the wonderful flames that that you all are just remember that you're loved perfect Cool, put it back myself. Thank you. It's been absolutely amazing talking to you again, as usual. Thank you for coming on and doing this. It's so, it's so, so special to be here again, Vicky. And I it's, love- lo- it's lovely to be able to do this, isn't it? It's like, you know, we have a chat and then we come back two and a half years later and we just catch up. I think it's great. Yeah, well, let's, well, let's book it in for probably be what we're Yeah, see you in two years. <laughs> yeah, series yeah, four, no. series three episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep doing it as, as we progress. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, Vicky, so much. Yeah, so I will definitely be down there in London in November to, you know, take part. You will, absolutely. Yeah, you better be. Otherwise, we'll, be have and, we'll have to come and drag you down there, won't we? So. Yeah, you won't, you won't be able to keep me away, so I'll be there, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So I'll sign us off there. Thank you so much. Thanks, Say Vicky. bye to our lovely listeners and watchers. Please come back, listen to us again. There'll be another bad episode along soon. So, um, and thank you to Bobby Pickard. Thank you very much. See you all later. Bye for now.